Welcome to Marty Fisher's Wing and Clay Nation. In this program, Marty discusses waterfowl and upland bird hunting, as well as the clay target shooting sports, with some of the top industry leaders and shooting pros from around the world. If you're just starting out or you've been hunting and shooting for years, we'll have wing and clay target news and information that you can use. Now, here is your host, Marty Fisher. And welcome to another episode of Wing and Clay Nation Radio, and I am excited to be here. Uh, yeah, we've really got a great show today. You know, honestly, not a lot going on in the industry right now. Um, uh, you can bet that's getting ready to change, though. In a few weeks, the SHOT Show is coming up out in Las Vegas, and, uh, you know, that's uh, like the third week of January, and all of a sudden... All the new stuff that's going to be coming out for 2020, especially in the fall for, for, for your hunters, uh, is going to be introduced. And obviously, uh, we're going to be on top of that when it happens. I uh, hope everybody had an enjoyable Thanksgiving. I know that uh, I know I did, uh, as usual, ate too much. Uh, make no mistake about that. Um, we we kind of did a traditional thing that, that my family's been doing for the last few years. We went to, you know, I live down in southeast Georgia. Uh, so off we went to the Pirates House in Savannah. If you ever if you ever go to Savannah, by all means go to the Pirates House. They had a um, had a buffet that was just off the scale. Uh, it was so crazy. I had to walk around and and uh, and, and count stuff. So I think I was, uh, six different salads, twelve different vegetables, eight different meats, and a dozen desserts. And, you know, they give you a big plate, but my gosh, when you try, you know, you, it, it's it's tough to work with. But I uh, uh, hope you had a great Thanksgiving <clears throat> and um, spent some time with uh, with your families. Uh, like I say, we've got a great show uh, this week. Uh, my guests are going to be Luke and Jake Spengler from Cardinal Shooting Center up in Marengo, Ohio. Now, if you don't know where Marengo, Ohio is, that's uh, a few miles north of Columbus, uh, they're, they're playing a little football in Columbus these days. I don't, I, uh, these boys are from Illinois. I don't know if they're big Ohio state fans, but yeah, <clears throat> you know, maybe, maybe we'll find out, but you know, if you're a clay shooter, you've probably heard of Cardinal shooting center. It's probably the closest thing to a shooting resort that you're going to find anywhere, uh, in this country. And, uh, and I'll let the guys give you a scoop on the facility and what's coming up down the road. Uh, so stay tuned. You know, uh, uh, we'll have these guys on here in just just a few minutes. Uh, you know, the World Duck Calling Championship, I, I had alluded to uh, in previous shows that I was going to be a judge there uh, this year. Uh, I was. I uh, actually left on Thanksgiving Day. Uh, that event goes on for a whole week. You know, I saw some old friends. Uh, and then when I was headed home, uh, they, we'd had a weather front come through and, you know, people always ask me, are there any ducks in Arkansas? Are there any ducks in Missouri or, you know, where are they? Well, I'm going to tell you every field that I passed, uh, you know, when I was uh, headed down the highway, uh, were full of ducks, full of ducks, full of geese, lots of speckled bellies, lots of mallards, lots of snow geese. So, uh, uh <clears throat> shooting there is getting ready to get pretty good. Uh, so it was, um, it was, it was quite a trip. Uh, another thing going on when I got back, uh, you know, the ACUI college shooting season, well underway. They've kind of got a little respite right now, but they're going to crank back up here after the first of the year. Uh, I'm actually involved with, uh, with my university, Georgia Southern University, uh, you know, down in Statesboro, Georgia. Um, 
Uh, we've had a shotgun program there, but it's never been competitive. So we decided let's make it competitive and uh, had our first practice uh, earlier this week. And um, I think we're going to be pretty doggone good. Um, I know uh, uh, Luke and Jake, uh, you know, are, are familiar with uh, uh, one of the teams that we have down here, my Forest City uh, uh, Juniors Gun Club, uh, Forest City Gun Club Junior Team. And um, two or three of the folks that shoot on that junior team, you go to Georgia Southern, they're on the uh, on the uh, <clears throat> on the shooting sports team. Um, before I get to those guys, we're gonna do a little bit. I'm gonna do something here real quick because this is important. You know, it's uh, it's hard to believe the holiday season is right on top of us. So I've got some suggestions. Whether you give, you're giving yourself a present or hoping to find one under a tree on that special day, I've got some suggestions for you. You know, we've got some, we've got some great sponsor partners here on Wing and Clay Nation Radio, and, and they've got some great products that hunters and clay shooters would just love to have. Now, I want to give you some ideas here real quick, and then, we, then we're going to get to, um, get to, to Luke and Jake. Um, how about a new field vault from the guys at Crushable Vault? You know, I talk about Crushable Vault all the time on this show, and what a great product. But, you know, this product is going to give you total protection for your variable, valuable shotguns and your cases when you're traveling. You, you use their internal locking system, which makes removing your guns from your vehicle almost impossible. And that, uh, I'm telling you, uh, when you're on the road, you're really nervous about that. You know, you can get... These crushable vault products, an 18-ounce cotton duck, uh, black walnut or pecan color, pecan down where I live in the south, pecan where some of you folks may live. Um, Or you can use uh, or get the black ballistic nylon version. But either way, your freedom will be secured. So do me a favor. Check these guys out, crushablevault.com. I can tell you they've got products that uh, will really put your mind at ease when you're traveling with your guns. And the second one, you know, I I talk about gun cases on this show a lot because Negrini Cases is one of the great sponsors of the show. Uh, So how about one of those beautiful custom cases by Negrini? You know, they make make the cases for for just about every really nice gun out there, Uh, you know, whether it be Beretta or Browning or Blosser or Kragoff or Parazzi or, you know, it can go on and on and on, but uh, Negrini makes those cases. But uh, I'll tell you, the custom stuff they've got is just really special. And that's what I use. It's lightweight, TSA approved, international airline approved. You know, and they've got cases for one gun, multiple guns, you name it. And you get the attention to detail front and back, inside, outside, all around. I mean, the lush upholstery is just remarkable on the inside, the rich Italian leather accents on the outside. You know, really make the uh, the cases Vina Greeny, the best of the best when it comes to casing and protecting your favorite firearms. So do yourself a favor. Uh, take a look at their website, negrinicases.com. I think uh, I think you're going to really be surprised at how magnificent these gun cases are. And, uh, and they are really lightweight, and that's what I like about them, but just as hard as nails. And, you know, <clears throat> another one of my great sponsors, ESP, Electronic Shooters Protection. You know, that's what I've worn for more than two decades. And if your wish list includes a very special item, you might want to put a pair of custom digital earplugs from ESP on the top of that list. You know, hearing loss is progressive. Many instances, the damage is being done with every gunshot that you hear, and you don't even know it. 
Well, with ESP, everything over 90 decibels gets blocked, so there's no hearing damage. My favorite is the stealth model, uh, but they're, and they come in a variety of, of colors, and they've got some other models other than the stealth. So check them out, ESPAmerica.com. <clears throat> and hey, while I'm at it, we've got a brand new show sponsor, and I am so excited to have these folks. I actually put the first five stand in for this place, you know, and my gosh, it must have been close to uh, almost 20 years ago, as hard as that is to believe. Um, but how about a great day in the outdoors with the family? Family, friends, business associates, that's a great gift. And you can do that. You can give a gift card or receive a day of field at Etowah Valley Game Preserve. They're in Dawsonville, Georgia. That's about an hour north of Atlanta, downtown Atlanta. So all that north metro area uh, is, is their market, but uh, they have people from all over the world. Folks that come into Atlanta all the time wind up at Etowah Valley. Now, you can, you can go there. You can get a guided hunt with one of the facility's great guides and their dogs. If you wish, you can do an unguided hunt, which means you can take your own dog. Now, not all places will let you do that, but these folks will. So if you want, if you want a day of great fun, how about do doing the clays and feathers package that they've got, where you're going to go to the Etowah Valley Sporting Clays Course, which is right down the road from the game preserve. You can shoot clays, you can shoot birds, and boy, that is a day of fun if I've ever heard of one. So here's the beauty of all of it. You can get a gift card, and that'll handle the hunt of your choice in the season. Runs until March 31st. So you can go ahead and, and pick up this gift card and use it anytime you want to for the bird shooting all the way to March 31st of 2020. So check them out, Etowah Valley Game Preserve.com. I can promise you they're great people and it is a beautiful, beautiful place. Now, finally, and then I'm going to get to Luke and Jake here. We're going to start talking about Cardinal, but this stuff with these gifts is important. So once the holidays are all said and done, and I, and you just feel like sitting down to a good book, and I can promise you a lot of us are going to feel exactly like that, you know, all the hustle and bustle flows down once the holiday season's over. So, you know, I had a guy on the show a couple of times, Dan Schindler, uh, who's the head of Paragon, uh, the Paragon School of, of Shooting, or School of Sporting, excuse me, um, and Dan's written three books. He's got a new one out. The latest one is called Beyond the Target, uh, From Methods to the Mental Game, The Art of Sporting Clays. Now, that's, you know, that's a lot of titles up on that book, but I've got a copy of that book, and, and it really gets in-depth, and there's some really, really good information in there. So, uh, great gift. Uh, it's, a, it's a coffee table type book, really, really good looking, uh, you know, kind of a, a leather a cover. I uh, think you really enjoy it. Uh, so check them out, paragonschool.com. Now, wow, that was, uh, <clears throat> that's a mouthful. And um, uh, the holiday seasons are on us, like I said, and, and uh, go check out some of those websites and some of our great sponsors. And I promise you, you'll find some really, really good stuff. Now, I said we had a great show coming up. Um, I've got Jake and Luke Spengler, their brothers, uh, they work at the Cardinal Shooting Center 
north of Columbus, Ohio, at in, in Marengo, <clears throat> and I think I've got I've got both of them on the phone. But I told Luke I was going to bring him on first. So, Luke Spengler, welcome to Wing and Clay Nation. Thanks for having me, Marty. Hey, listen, buddy. Uh, <clears throat> sorry, I got so long-winded there because you guys have got some some really good things to talk about. But uh, it is a holiday season, and I want to make sure that people know that uh, uh, there's some really good stuff out there to get. And I know you guys have a pro shop full of stuff too there at uh, at Cardinal. But uh, talk a little bit. Uh, you know, this is a facility that. Um, uh, you know, has has been around for a while, but the growth there is really mind-boggling. I mean, I, I started looking at some of the things that were going on, and and you and I were talking a little bit earlier in the day, and and I think what's really important for people to understand is that the gentleman that that put this together, that actually, you know, you know, is a financier behind all of this, the driving force. Uh, you said he's not even a shooter. No, he's not. He's uh, he's not a shooter at all. And and what he's actually done for the shooting sports as a whole in the state of Ohio and the Ohio State Trap Shooting Association is quite remarkable. Well, it 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 certainly is that. Now, <clears throat> you said when you came there, uh, I guess you've been there about six years now. Um, Correct. Uh, when you came there, um, uh, you know, you kind of threw some things out there that uh, everybody, you know, looked at you like, you've got to be kidding me, um, you know, in terms of, of, of bringing in some big events and lots of people. And, uh, you know, the place really initially wasn't like that. So so talk a little bit about that. You know, the early days when you when you and Jake got there, what you know, uh, give me a little background. Well, actually, when I got here, Jake was actually consulting for Mr. Fishburne, and okay. uh, he's the one that called me. I was down in Texas at the time and said, hey, they've, they've got a position open at the Cardinal Center. And I said, I've never actually even heard of the Cardinal Center before. And uh, so I, uh, I came up and I viewed the facility and um, interviewed for the job and they hired me and I, I got thrown right into the fire. Actually, nine days before or nine days after I was hired, we went right into our Cardinal Classic Trap Shoot, which is uh, the third largest trap shoot in the country behind the Grand American. Wow! And we've <laughs> wow. we've uh, that shoot has been going on since 2006, and it's one of our signature trap shoots that we have. We also have the Buckeye Open. Um, also, the Ohio State Trap Shooting Association State Shoot, which is why the facility was built in the first place. And we've, uh, once Jake got there shortly after me, we we kind of saw the vision of Mr. Fishburne, and we we ran with it. Mm-hmm. Now, if, if I understand, initially it was it was a campground, you know, if if you will. I mean, that's. You know, it, it was, was a it was a, yeah. it was a country music campground back in the day, and it had kind of gotten all run down. and And Mr. Fishburne had purchased it, and uh, he uh, had it all fixed up. And when the Grand American decided to leave Vandalia, well, that was also the home of the Ohio State Trap Shooting Association. So, a couple of his friends were trap shooters, and they came and approached him about losing their home grounds, and they knew he had plenty of land and the means to do it. So. They took Jack out to the last grand at Vandalia and showed him, you know, how everything works. And he said, let's do it, guys. Mm-hmm. 
Well, so they went uh, ahead and built nine banks of traps and a central right. entry building to start off with in eight months, and they started this the very first Ohio State trash chute at Cardinal in 06. And it's and it's been there ever since then, as I understand it. I mean, so that that's yeah. a, that's the headquarters now for the trap, right? Absolutely. Okay. Well, I'm going to tell you something. We're coming up on a break, coming up on our first <clears throat> commercial break here, and I, w- I want to go ahead and and, uh, and take that. But uh, when we come back, Luke, you know, let's talk. I want to talk a little bit more about, you know, let's expand the, 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 the trap idea. You know, you're also the tournament director there. So, you know, a couple of things that we can we can talk about. And then, you know, when I bring Jake on, you know, we're going to we'll talk sporting clays and all of those kind of crazy things uh, that, that uh, listeners like to hear. But, folks. Sit tight. We'll be right back on Wing and Clay Nation with Luke and Jake Spingler from Cardinal Shooting Center in Marengo, Ohio. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. Are you ready for a broad look at everything to do with the world of sports? If so, tune in to the Mike Abadir Show. It's a unique perspective to the connections between sports and business. Host Mike Abadir has negotiated numerous deals in the NFL. Along with co-host Gino Bacola, Mike will bring his expertise, discussion, and some terrific guests to the airwaves. Listen live for the Mike Abadir Show every Thursday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America variety channel want to play the ponies and win at winning ponies we go inside and behind the scenes with the top jockeys trainers and handicappers the winning ponies radio show with john inglehart racing's regular guy is the perfect complement to the winning ponies handicapping website catch us live every thursday at 8 p.m eastern 5 p.m pacific on the voice america variety channel win prizes just for calling in Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective, plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at blog.voiceamerica.com. That's blog.voiceamerica.com. The Voice America Press Blog. All access, all the time. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. You are tuned into Marty Fisher's Wing and Clay Nation. If you have a question or comment about the show, we're here via email, wingandclayradio at gmail.com. That's wingandclayradio at gmail.com. Now, let's get back to this week's show. And welcome back. And we are having a great conversation with uh, Luke Spengler. We're going to bring his brother Jake on here in just a little bit. These guys are from Cardinal Shooting Center in Marengo, Ohio, just north of Columbus. But, hey, before we do that, I want to remind everybody, you know, uh, I'm an old guy, but I've had to turn into a social media fanatic, which I um 
Uh, you know, sometimes it's good, sometimes it's not so good, but uh, it is what it is. Uh, so if you're a social media person, by all means, I want to invite you to be a part of what we do on Wing and Clay Nation Radio. Uh, our website is wingandclayradio.com. Uh, if you're a Facebooker, as many are, facebook.com slash wingandclayradio. Uh, on Twitter, it's twitter.com slash wingclaynation. And then on Instagram, instagram.com slash wingandclayradio. And, uh, uh, you know, we, uh, we try to be as active as we can be. We'll always respond, you know, shoot us your questions, shoot us, uh, you know, some suggestions, some ideas. Uh, come be a part of what we do here on Wing and Clay Nation. All right, uh, Luke, I want to <clears throat> I want to come back to you. Uh, you know, for for just a few minutes. You know, we um, you know I alluded earlier in the show that that uh, Cardinal was a um, resort destination for shooters, and you know I don't say that lightly because I've uh, you know not only about designed and 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 been involved in, but I've, you know, consulted for a whole bunch of really, really nice places. But I don't know that I've ever uh, been around one that's got as much as you guys have there at Cardinal. Tell us a little bit about the actual uh, amenities that come along with uh, with the shooter going there. Okay, Marty. Well, we kind of consider ourselves a, a full-service shooting resort. Um we have over 500 campsites on property. Uh, most of them are full hookup. We have an indoor heated pool, a rec room, two banquet facilities, a fully stocked fishing pond with 29 cabins surrounding it, uh, bath, state-of-the-art bathhouses over the property. Um, we also have the Legacy Restaurant Bar and Grill on property, a Sutton Sun, which is a tanning and laundromat, actually, and we have a car wash on property. Along with that, with the shooting side, we have 52 map fields. We have 14 mm-hmm. skeet fields, uh, two full sporting clays courses, a five-stand setup, and a permanent make-or-break setup right now, which actually is, is pretty neat. And we're working on building a rifle and pistol range currently. Well, I know every time I go to, uh, <clears throat> to, to your social media sites, uh, I see pictures of something new happening at Cardinal. I mean, I'm, I'm always just, uh, you know, as a gun club designer and consultant in this industry, I am always just, you know, uh, somewhat flabbergasted, but very thrilled when I see the, the, the steps that you guys are making there and, and probably more so on the sporting clays here lately. I mean, you, you know, and uh, I'm going to talk to Jake about that here in a little bit because he's, he's a sporting clays guy, but, uh, you know, it's absolutely remarkable. Now, the one thing you did do, and I cannot have this show with you on it without talking about the shot curtain that you put in front of 52 trap fields. Now, I, you know, a lot of people don't understand how important it is to be able to manage lead shot. It's absolutely critical. But the shot curtain does a lot more than that. Luke, talk talk. Talk me through that just a little bit because I'm very intrigued by it, and I think we're going to see a lot more of that, uh, you know, especially in this country down the road. I mean, one of the main reasons for the shot curtain is it, it evens the playing field throughout those 52 traps. You know, we have 33 foot of drop from the far east end to the far west end of, of the trap fields, and we've got a little, we, well, we used to have a little bit of a differentiation of backgrounds throughout there. 
Mm-hmm. So you'd have unwanted banks during trap shoots, and and you wouldn't you wouldn't fill everything you wanted to fill. So to have a shoot in a timely manner to fill everything equally actually cuts down on time of your shoot, and also allows you to pull in more shooters and have more shooters for those days' events. Mm-hmm. And you know, with the volume of of shots that were were thrown out there in front of those those traps, the shocker was a no brainer for us. I mean, it is, well, it is quite yeah. the investment, but. You know, it it keeps everybody happy with the constant background, and it, and it keeps the EPA happy. Well, you know, and one of the, one of the things <clears throat> that trap and skeet facilities can do, for the most part, is they can reclaim lead. You know, that is one Absolutely. thing they can do because all of those all of those pellets are pretty much landing in the same spot, and you know, most of most of your trap and skeet places have got got open ground because. Trap and skeet shooters don't like clutter in the background. So, uh, that being the case, I, I think you told me you you you've already picked up lead there one time. How did that go? Well, this year was our first year for the curtain, and we've got some modifications to make. We've actually got a twenty foot asphalt road at the bottom of the curtain, all the way down the curtain. Meaning mm-hmm. the curtain is actually fifty seven hundred foot long. And what we do is after every shoot. You know, the, the curtain's 43 foot tall, so nothing really clears the curtain. The shot hits the curtain, falls on that asphalt road, and then we have skid loaders with brooms and hoppers on them that you just run down the line and you sweep that shot right up into the hopper and dump it into piles, and it's perfectly clean lit. Wow. That's that's pretty remarkable. I mean, do, do you have a, uh, a, a a weight or something of what you picked up or have any, have any idea, you know, in year one, you know, what you might have accumulated? This year, a rough estimate is around 200,000 pounds that we've picked up. And right now, I mean, you could literally take that shot, bag it up and resell it as reclaimed shot, or you can recycle it. I mean, there's there's different ways of, of making money off of that lead that you're pulling off the ground. And that's, that's a the discretion of the club. Mm-hmm. That's actually but, really, really cool. Now, now, when you say even the playing field, uh, I'm assuming you mean that the background is exactly the same for every shooter. Exactly the same. I mean, we've got a couple spots where we've got a little drop where we've got to put more curtains in at the bottom so there's not as much gap from the top of the trap house to the bottom of the curtain. Mm-hmm. But we're going to take care of that issue, and it's, it'll be a non-issue in the future. Well, that that's just that's just remarkable, and I and I know that uh, uh, you know once shooters shoot on it, they can really get a feel for you know exactly what they need to do in terms of what their lens color is for the glasses and all of that stuff. But my gut feeling is because everything is consistent, uh, the shooters are seeing the targets better. Therefore, the scores are probably a little bit better too. So that's actually very interesting. The very first shoot of the year, the scores actually dipped a little bit mm-hmm. because when you see we what well, we were throwing an orange dome target against the background we had, and we went to an all orange target because it's going to show up against the shot curtain better. Mm-hmm. So people weren't used to that, and that target coming out of there, it looks so big and slow, yet it's still a regulation APA trap target right. that they had to learn not to blow through those targets. Mm-hmm. And by the time the, the end of the season came around and the Cardinal Classic was here, the scores were up tremendously. Yeah, and I can see how they would be. You know, as a, as a shooting instructor, you know, the, I mean, the most important part of 
of, of shooting a shotgun is is visual focus. And uh, boy, if you can do something to uh, to make those targets look big, fat, and slow, that's that's really going to help the shooter in the long run. And and it sounds like that curtain has done that. Now, um, what have you got planned? You know, trap wise. You know, I mean, a lot of trap shooters out there. Uh, you've got your big shoots coming. Any anything other than that? Uh, we have our three normal big shoots, the Buckeye Open, the Ohio State Trap Shoot, and the Cardinal Classic, and we also host the uh, Scholastic Clay Target Program National Championships every year. Mm-hmm. And uh, as far as new shoots added right now, our schedule really doesn't allow us to do so. We, Whenever we want to add a new shoot, we've really got to look into our schedule and what we've got going on because our summers are just crazy out here with with the amount of shooting that we've got to do. Plus... Once you have a big event like that, you got to turn over and, and run another event, and it takes time. So, sure, everything you got to you got to make sure that you have time to do everything that you want to do and do it to the best of your ability. Because what we like to do is is host large events and host high quality events as well. Mm-hmm. Well, and and the beauty of it is, you know, you're able to accommodate a huge number of people. I mean, I know that the SCTP shoot, for instance. Uh, you know, their national shoot. I mean, they're shooting everything. They're shooting trap, skeet, sporting. I mean, they're shooting it all. But there's 3,000 mm-hmm. kids. I mean, that's 3,000 people that show up for, you know, four or five days. And it's, yeah, it's actually an eight day shoot. And that doesn't include coaches, parents, grandparents, siblings. Uh, during during the, when they do their, um, their, their ceremony, on the Wednesday, their opening ceremonies, they actually said that there's probably around 12,000 people on ground during that ceremony. I mean, it's shoulder to shoulder. It's hard to even get around anywhere. There's wow, so many people. That is amazing. And, and you know, nothing short of, quite frankly, a logistical nightmare. However, you know... <laughs> Once you've done it and you've and you've it got it figured be. out, you know it. Uh, you, you can you can certainly make that make that work. Tell you what, um, let me let me bring Jake in here real quick. <clears throat> I don't want I don't want him thinking I'm ignoring him because I'm certainly not. <laughs> Jake, listen, Jake, welcome to the show, buddy. Glad to have you on board as well. Marty, thanks for having us, buddy. It's a great it's a great deal to to be able to be on here and talk with uh, your constituents. Well, listen, I um, uh, you know, I I. I I, I do a little bit of research, and uh, you know, and I was talking to Luke earlier. <clears throat> you know, we, the three of us, have some things in common. You know, you guys uh, uh, got your education at uh, at Southeastern Illinois uh, College. You know, mm-hmm. over, uh, uh, you know, in a southern part of the state. And uh, you know, for folks who don't know, and, and I don't think they have it ongoing right now, but they had kind of a hunting preserve uh, type management degree there and I'm, I'm assuming that's what you guys have and, um, and that's correct and i know yeah. i know that the the school is working on a new program there's also similar programs offered at kansas state mm-hmm. uh and i believe there's one texas a&m corpus christi maybe Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. I know A and M. One of the A and M campuses have one, but that, those are those are really great, great things to <clears throat> to have. Now, I, I told Luke earlier, in a, in a, when he and I were just talking, you know, I actually designed the Wren Lake shooting complex back years ago, and uh, he said, "Well, that's kind of where we shot for a while." Uh, you spent some time over at Elk Creek, you know, which is a, which is another great place, and uh, you know, and 
and and so you you wind up at Cardinal, and you are the shooting sports operations manager and the sporting clays manager too, as Luke tells me. So let's talk sporting clays a little bit. You know, I've got a lot of guys that shoot sporting that listen to this show, and um, you know, you've had some had some interesting events here in the um, you know the earlier this year. Uh, had the Northeast Regional and, um, uh, you know, had some, some testy targets, which I, I think is great. And and then you had the SCTP with all of those thousands of kids. And, you know, you can't throw them the same target, can you? Well, Marty, it all depends. Some of those kids, especially out of your neck of the woods, the Forest City Juniors, uh, Quail Lego Creek. Tony. Yeah, all those. Yep, you know, they can shoot. You, you've got Finesi. You've got shooters. You've got, I think, uh, not in 2019, but 2018, Joe he hung 100 on me on mm-hmm. one of our sporting courses. <laughs> yeah, but he can do which, that. <laughs> I mean, there's nothing you can do. There's nothing you can do to stop the talent that kid has. No, and, and there, there are a lot of them like that, you know, and that's, a, that's mm-hmm. the thing. And, and really, you know, as, as SCTP matures, and, and I, I think, didn't I see where you guys have signed an agreement to, to be hosting that shoot for a number of years? For the next 10 years, yes, sir. Yeah, yeah, that's what I thought. And, and, and look, what a great place. I mean, you know, it's kind of centrally located where a tremendous number of shooters can get to you. And, uh, you know, I, I've, I see a whole bunch of stuff going on there where you're building all of these new elaborate shooting boxes and all of that stuff. Talk to me about mm-hmm. the sporting clays here just a little bit because, uh, you know, this was a trap place to start with. But, boy, you sure uh, over the years are turning this thing into really a, a truly comprehensive facility. Absolutely. Absolutely. So sporting when we got there was left a lot to be desired. Uh especially coming from Elk Creek. Luke was outside of Houston. Luke was also a sporting guy at one time. Mm-hmm. So our, when we got there, uh, we looked at what we had, and we made some modifications, and it's worked out well, uh, We, ju- we and we keep modifying in order to be able to please our customers uh, because you know it as well as I do, as well as Luke does, as well as, any gun club owner out there, this is the entertainment industry, and if they're not being entertained, they're not coming back. Well, there's a lot of truth to that, and uh, and that is just just so very very true, and 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 so much of that, you know, it, it's it's funny because, uh, you know, I'll 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 go to a place, you know, where a guy says, hey, can you come over and do a consulting day with me? You know, my business is falling off. You know, what's going on? And I know, you know, you did the same thing, and literally within two minutes of getting to the place, you can see where the problems are. I mean, you know, sometimes you can't see the nose (laughs) despite your face. I mean, it's just, it's right, it's right in front of you and and you don't see it. And, and, and the reasons are varied, obviously, but, uh, uh, you know, one of the, one of the things that, 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 that you have to do, I mean, you've got a really large facility there. Now I know you guys are involved in the covering all the shooting part. I mean, do, do you have other staff there that handles some of the other logistics? Yeah, absolutely. The campground handles pretty much their stuff. And then we've got a rifle and pistol director who handles all the SASP stuff, which is the action shooting program that comes along with SCTP team nationals. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they do a fantastic job of making sure everybody knows where they need to be and providing any service that they need provided while in attendance for one of our events. 
Well, when you when you have a big event, um, and I was <clears throat> 2019, you guys were busy. Let me tell you, I, every time I turned around, there was something something headed to uh, to Cardinal. I, 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 you know, from a sporting place perspective, you know, Northeast Regional. I mean, didn't you have the Ohio shoot also? I mean, you had something. Oh, yeah. I had, yeah, we had the Ohio State shoot, which among state shoots ranks top four in the country annually. Mm-hmm. I think this year we're probably right around three or four. Wow, I, I mean that is just honestly, <clears throat> you know, amazing. And now, uh, when when you have that, um, talk to me a little bit about the logistics of that many. And I'm going to put it back on the kids because when you when you've got the kids, you know, you've got you've got parents, you've got grandparents, you've got the kids, you've got coaches. You, I mean, you've got anybody and everybody. Uh, all these teams, you know, all of that kind of stuff. Um, walk me, th- walk me through how you guys set that up. I, mean, I think people need to really understand what it takes to uh, to put on a shoot like that. So when I you're mean, looking I, at I mean, just, National, just logistics, yeah. just, just the logistics when you're, of the shooting lo- part. When you're looking at SCTV Nationals and you're looking at the kids being here, you've got a whole different. Now, there's not as many machines running as there would be for a large sporting event like Nationals or U.S. Open. Mm-hmm. But the volume of people that inhabit the 1,500 acres for those eight days, uh, it really can create some challenges. Um, we've built additional golf cart paths to be able to get people, because there's a county road that runs directly through our facility. So we built golf cart paths to allow participants and spectators to get from one venue to the next without impeding county road traffic. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's, when you're doing skeet, so we built our skeet fields a little bit differently than everybody else. Uh, the majority of skeet fields that I've seen, now Marty, you've probably seen every kind of skeet configuration you could possibly imagine. We designed our fields so that our houses would load from the front and you could set a pallet in the high house and the low house. Now that's done weeks ahead of time so that it's just out of the way and it's done. Uh, trap is the same way. You can set the targets in there as soon as we get out of the Ohio State shoot, and we're ready to go. Bunker is also the same way. Now, sporting is a totally different animal because we run almost 365 days a year. Unless we get some of, some of those really bad Ohio winners. Uh, but when you're putting a pallet of targets next to every machine on a 16, two 16 station courses, that adds up to a lot of targets real fast, not to mention the amount of targets that you've got to put out. For side games, like a flurry or a make-or-break, uh, practice is also very active during that time. The kids like to shoot targets well in advance of what they're going to shoot during their during their registered target time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, so you know, it's, and, it's, and it's, well, it's it's almost like going to the going to the nationals in San Antonio. I mean, where there's a lot of people, you know, and and like you say, I mean, shooters that that go to these events, they like to shoot. They don't really want to stand around all day with nothing to do. So that 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 kind of puts a you know, puts you guys a little bit behind the eight ball. Even though you've got fifteen hundred acres, you've got to have a lot of different venues for these folks to play on. Absolutely, and we're very fortunate. Uh, I always tell everybody I'm fortunate enough to be able to do what I love with my one and only sibling that I've got. Uh, and we're also very fortunate to have an employer 
to allow us the autonomy and have the means to be able to do some of this stuff. Uh, in the beginning of November every year, right the Saturday after the time changes, we throw an event and we light two 16-station sporting courses. And the mm-hmm. first shot's fired at 6 p.m. And we shoot wow. till about 9.30 p.m. at night. Yeah, I mean, that, that's really remarkable. And I know that, uh, you know, when we were talking about uh, having you guys on the show, you know, I, I got a message from Luke. He says, hey, you know, we've got an event coming up at the end of the week. So, you know, we're a little bit busy here. I mean, it's not quite as crazy as it is in the summertime, but you're still busy. Absolutely, absolutely. And then the night shoot, uh, it's called the Pilgrim's Fun and Gun because we're getting close to Thanksgiving. And it's mm-hmm. just, it's a... It's a great way for our facility to say thank you to the registered and non-registered shooters because sure. we have a lot of those non-registered rec shooters participate in that event just because of the fact that you get to shoot targets at night. Well, the nighttime shooting <clears throat> is a lot of fun. You know, uh, uh, you know, my club here <clears throat> in Savannah, Forest City, you know, we've, we've shot, you know, five stand traps, skeet and all of that stuff at, at night forever. You know, we really never have gotten into lighting the, the clay courses out back. But uh, I, I think that is a, that is a really a novel idea. And I, I, just out of curiosity, how much how much play do you get on your Olympic bunker? Because, you know, that you've got one of those, and not everybody has that. I mean, I know that's probably Luke's cup of tea, but, you know, I mean, do, do you get some play there? The bunker does. I mean, there's a bunker in Cincinnati, but outside of that, you're going to have people travel from Michigan, West Virginia, Indiana, uh, parts of New York, Pennsylvania to shoot on that bunker. And surprisingly, it gets more play than what you'd think because when you and I think about bunker shooters, there's no, there's far more bunker shooters and AT, or sporting shooters and ATA shooters and skeet shooters uh, than there are bunker shooters because bunkers, one, one the discipline's hard. It's, it's, not, very hard. it's not incomers and outgoers. No, and, and honestly, and, and you know, we're, we're in a process of, of uh, most likely putting one at this place I'm doing for the University of Tennessee over uh, east of Memphis. And, uh, you know, we, st- <laughs> we started talking with, with some of the ATA guys, some of those older guys, and they're like, you don't really want to put that here because, you know, I, I mean, uh, you know, if, if, if you're concerned about your score, and uh, you, you probably don't need to spend a lot of time on a bunker trap because uh, it, it, it can be humbling, I can tell you that. That's the exact word I was going to use, Marty. Humbling. Well, but you know what? It is remarkably fun because, you, you know, you're shooting the same game that they shoot in the Olympics and, you know, the best of the best of the best of the best around the world. And, you know, in, in Europe, Bunker is huge. I mean, you literally every little town has has got an Olympic bunker in it. Absolutely, absolutely, and it, it it is especially during during the SCTP team nationals. I think they're in two hundred and four, two hundred and six kids through that thing, uh-huh. and we've only got one, and that yeah. place is the most happening place on the whole entire property. <laughs> well, and it, and it's you know it's. I mean, to me, it's it's fun because, you know, when you call pull, you better mean pull. I mean, because <laughs> it's 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 coming in a hurry, and you're not really sure where it's where it's headed. So, uh, you know, that uh, that that really does make it a lot of fun. Now, <clears throat> because you're so heavily tied to the to the sporting side, what have you got coming up sporting clays wise for 2020? 
sporting plays wise in 2020, we're actually going to maintain status quo. Kind of, we do have the Ohio state shoot in August. Uh, mm-hmm. I believe those dates are the 13th, 14th and 15th, maybe the 16th of August. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's like I said, it's always a good event. We draw a lot of Pennsylvania, Michigan, Kentucky, West Virginia, Indiana shooters. Uh, Mr. Hemingway from Backwoods Quail Club down there in your neck of the woods will be setting uh-huh. targets for that, uh-huh. as he did this year. Uh, he's going to have some new stuff to work with. We are going to we are going to expand one of our courses to make the flow a little bit better than what it is right now, uh, and they're going to and we're going to throw some super sporting for SCTP Team Nationals for the first time this year, uh-huh. which down there in your neck of the woods is a big game too, and I believe. It's the most fun game of all because it's essentially fee task with no low gun. Right, right. <clears throat> and people do love it. I know the ACUI has, uh, you know, has really, you know, has a, a 50 target uh, super sporting event, you know, in, in it, you know, and, uh, uh, you know, the, the ACUI stuff is, is ro- blowing and going. And I, as I mentioned earlier in the show, I'm, I'm now going to be involved with the, uh, with the Georgia, Georgia Southern University shotgun team and, um, uh, going to be coaching, coaching those kids and, and, uh, looking forward to, uh, to coming up, uh, to, to see you guys. What is it? July when the SCTP is. That is correct. The second Saturday in July, count on it every year for the next ten years. Well, that is that is just absolutely remarkable. I, I don't tell me this, you know. I, I <clears throat> we talked about all of the different facilities that you've got there. I mean, uh, you know, you got a swimming pool for the, you know, that I'm sure the, you know the, the the kids and some adults want to get in in the, you know, when it's good and hot. Uh, I'm a I'm a big, you know goofball when it comes to gun club food you know i one of these days i'm going to write an article about the best gun club food around so tell me about your legacy restaurant a little bit i you know a lot of folks might want to know about that so it it we cater to the when SCTP is here we cater to the kids uh they open i think at 5 30 in the morning to allow coaches and kids to come in have their meals and meetings before they head out to shoot for the day Mm-hmm. Uh, they serve breakfast, lunch, and dinner seven days a week. Uh, and then there's something for the adults to partake in after all the shooting is done as well. If they get somebody to watch the kids at the campground. Uh, but the great thing about this facility, Marty, and I think Mr. Fishburne, when he built the facility, nailed it right on the head. Number one rule of business is location, 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 uh, being 20 minutes outside of Columbus. You've got all the amenities 20 minutes away on Polaris. You've got thousands of hotel rooms, hundreds of restaurants. There's a top golf that the kids have enjoyed this year. There's plenty of shopping for anybody, uh, whether you're an outdoorsman or you want to go to the Ikea and buy furniture. There's mm-hmm. plenty of it for everybody to do uh, within a short distance drive. Well, and and I, and that's important. You know, that that is one thing about you know my gun club in Savannah. We got the beach close by, so a lot of people they're happy to bring the family because the family can get to the beach in twenty five thirty minutes from the gun club. So they're really they're really tickled, and um, you know, so it works. And you're right, location is absolutely a a, a very key element. Now, uh, you're not chasing it this year just had a regional 
Got any mm-hmm. aspirations for a U.S. Open there? We do. Uh, when the time's right. Uh, after the regional this year, I feel like we took big steps uh, towards proving to the powers that be at the NSCA to show them that we're capable of hosting a high-quality, high-participant event. Uh, I don't think it'll be too long before we get one. We've actually got some plans in mind to develop a little bit more of our property mm-hmm. for sporting course, for sporting courses with stuff that we don't have. Because unfortunately, being in central Ohio, it's relatively flat, and we don't have a whole lot of terrain. Right. Uh, we're in the middle of we're essentially in the middle of an ag field. So it's whether it's corn or soybeans or wheat, it's one of the three, and they're always going to be around it. But mm-hmm. with this with this new move. Uh, we'll add some water features, we'll add some terrain, uh, and the roads will be, I think the smallest course we've got is scheduled, slated out of the four, is just under 40 acres. So I believe that we'll be able to host pretty much anything. And one thing that we haven't talked about is the amount of industry support we get from our three vendor buildings. You know, you got yeah, White yeah, well, Fire, you've got, let's, Barretta, let's talk you've got about, yeah, yeah, let's talk about that. I mean, that look, I mean, that is that is one of the reasons that the whole world shows up in Sparta, Illinois, when the Grand American's going on, because they've got all of those vendor buildings for people. To, I mean, these guys, you know, a lot of people go to never even pull a trigger. They just go because they can see things that they don't get to see. So, you, so we'll talk about that a little bit, because that's a that's an enticement to get folks to to uh, to come check you out. Absolutely. So the, the our vendor buildings, we've got three of them. Each one of them has about uh, I say about because they've got some of them have been modified into two units, but they've got about twelve units apiece, and they're pretty much full. So you've got everybody from your clay target manufacturers to your clay target machine manufacturers, gun manufacturers, ammo manufacturers. Uh, any accessory you could possibly imagine: earplugs, vests, shooting pouches. Choke tubes, you name it, they're all there. And wow. we've, we're very fortunate to have the support from all of them. Well, without question, you, you, you are. And, uh, but I'm, I'm excited about what, what I know you're going to do there because, uh, you know, as, as, as soon as you have one really nice, big, successful shoot, it just seems like you guys take the next step and make the facility even better. So when you start talking about, you know, building terrain and, and uh, ponds and things of that nature, I, you know, as a, as a gun club designer, I, I, I often get chuckles out of people when, when they say exactly what you said. We don't have much terrain. The ground's basically flat. You know, I tell everybody, well, the tallest hill that I found has got ants crawling on it. So we've got to figure out a way to... Uh, to to build some terrain, whether that means you know elevated platforms or berms or something like that, because the one the one great thing that target setters love that really helps them be even greater target setters is is terrain that can trick the shooters when they throw an easy looking target and it turns out not to be so easy. Absolutely, and you come. So I came from Elk Creek as we discussed earlier, and that's a, as far as clay target sporting clays clubs in the country i don't know of one that's got better terrain and when i say better i mean ease of use as well as challenging the shooter with stuff below their feet above their head you name it 
you can do it there with ease. And then you come to a cornfield and you're going, well, I need, I need this, I need elevated platforms. Uh, just anything you can do to add a little bit of diversity to a course to challenge your registered shooters. Well, and that and that is, you know, what what ultimately they they look for. I mean, they 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 love targets that they think they can break, and maybe they don't break them. But that <clears throat> that that's perfectly okay. Now we're we're coming up on the end of the show here, Jake. So you know, tell everybody how do you how do you um, how do you, how do you find Cardinal? I mean. Uh, uh, Give me some social media sites, things of that nature, so people will uh, will have an idea of how to get in touch. So our website is thecardinalcenter.com. We've got two Facebook pages. One concerns the campground. One does more of the shooting stuff. So you can go to Cardinal Shooting Center on Facebook, and you can go to Cardinal Center Campground also on Facebook. We haven't got into – we're not as advanced as Twitter and Instagram and all that stuff as you are, Marty. <laughs> hey, I, I can't tell you that I'm that advanced. I just have it out of necessity. But uh, uh, but uh, but a really good Facebook page is uh, is golden in today's world. So uh, you know that that that's really going to help. And then and then the websites as well. Now you know you are open to the public. Is, is that correct? I mean, if the public wants to, yes. to come on open days, yes, they sir. can come. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. All right. Well, that being the case, my friend, I you know we have we have really and truly run out of time and guys jake luke i cannot thank you two guys enough i mean you know some great information but you know more than anything else uh you know just a a, an enlightening of what you've got at cardinal shooting center folks i'm telling you something this is a remarkable place so if you're ever up in the columbus ohio area by all means if you want to go shoot at a really cool place and they've got it all Cardinal Shooting Center is the place to go. Guys, I can't thank you enough for being on the show. Marty, thank you. Thanks, no, Marty. We appreciate it, you yeah, having us. Guys, it, it is certainly my pleasure, and I look forward to, uh, to getting up there. Folks, we have just absolutely run out of time. Remember what I said a little earlier about those holiday gifts? By all means, go check out our sponsors. Believe me, they've got some great, great products. We appreciate Luke and Jake being a part of the show, and until next week... Be safe, shoot well, and by all means, take a kid shooting or hunting. We'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to Marty Fisher's Wing and Clay Nation. Please join Marty again next Thursday at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Variety Channel. Until next week's show, think safety first and good shooting.